it's a goal, it's an equaliser. Sylvan Distar has scored it. Right at the start of the second half, just what the doctor ordered. And Sylvan Distan has scored his first league goal of the season on his 400th appearance in English football. Sylvan, as always, great to see you. Great to see you looking in good nick. But you, you should be in good nick because you've just done a really gruelling charity bike ride. Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. Always good to see you first, but... <laughs> Good condition or half broken? I'm not sure really. That was uh, <laughs> that was really tough. We uh, we decided to uh, to ride a group of uh, ten of us. Well, supposed to be ten, but one of us had uh, had a serious injury the, on the last day of training, so could not join. So it was nine uh, nine cyclists and um, two uh, people on the support vehicle, and uh, we uh, we went from uh, Sandbanks around where I am now uh, down to Saint Tropez in ten days. So that was. Roughly 90 miles a day, uh, every single day for 10 days. Uh, obviously, the closer we got from south of France, the warmer the temperature was as well. So as much as you enjoy the warm temperature when you're sat in your garden, when you're on the bike doing uh, 90, 200 miles, it's, it's not fun. So it was a tough challenge, but, uh, but it went really well. No accidents. The roads were absolutely beautiful. Uh, the weather was nice as well. So... Uh, Really enjoyed it. What was the charity, Sylvan? Uh, we decided to. Uh, we thought it was it was a bit stupid to do that and not try to uh, to get the benefit of it and, and raise some money for for charity. And uh, we all agree because of what we can see at the moment on TV that trying to raise money for family in uh, in Ukraine who have to uh, to leave the conflict and don't even know if they're going to meet again was the the best things to do. We all have families and we all are touched by it and feel affected by it and. To be honest with you, when we spoke about it, that was January, and I remember saying to the to the guys at the time, like, with the challenge in or the ride is in May. I'm pretty sure by May everything will be sorted. So should we really try and and raise money for for those family? And then look, we're there now in June, and they are still in trouble. So I'm I'm glad we chose this charity. Was that a motivation for you, Sylvan? Because I would imagine it's a it's an unbelievably grueling schedule. When things got tough, was they that the plight of these people was that a motivation for you to, to keep going and, and get to the end of your stage? Yeah, a, a little bit. Just uh, you feel like you've started it. You uh, we train well. Personally, I train really hard to to try and, and do the challenge, which I wasn't sure I could finish because uh, it's it's not endurance. It's not my strength at all. Um, so yeah, when things got tough, you feel like. We raised money. We took people. We said to people, "We're going to do it, so we have to finish it." So it was definitely a, a a motivation because I felt like I had some obligations. People can still donate, can't they? Yeah, yeah. The, we've got a just giving page. We've got a, an Instagram page. We've got a website. Everything is there, and uh, we raised already more than we expected. And if we can do it, give it a little push. I think we closed the page in uh, the just giving page in in about a week time. So, uh, so yeah, if we can do a, a little push, I mean, at the moment, what we have can help lots and lots of families. And uh, if we can keep going, that'll be fantastic. Absolutely fabulous effort. So when you're not on charity bike rides, what are you up to with yourself these days? Uh, I help uh, some young footballers. I was working with a, with a company and a sport agency company and try to help uh, young footballers before they turn professional, try to give them a bit of guidance, um, help them on the strength conditioning point of view as well. Because it's something that always, always feel like helped me throughout my career, and it's not, uh, 
must choose enough in uh, in football. So uh, share my experience really and be there when things uh, things are tough for them. And I really enjoy that. Um, and then take care of uh, of myself, my family, spend time with the family, try to make up for the time that I miss. You know, being all those weekends away, missing the weddings, missing the friends' birthdays and friend reunions. I'm I'm trying to catch up with all that. You miss being a footballer, Sylvan. If I say yes, I'll be lying. I'm missing the games. That's what I'm missing the most, you know. I'm still in touch with some of the lads. So in terms of the dressing room atmosphere, I've got some really good friends that I know for since I'm 10 years old and I've got all the fun and the banter with them. Uh, the lads that I had a good connection with, I'm still in touch with. Uh, football lads, I mean. So what I'm missing really is the game. If I said to you, I miss training in the rain and in the snow, <laughs> and it will be a lie. If I said to you, I miss uh, all the running that... Uh, David Moyes made us do when we were losing a game or when things were not going well. That'll be a lie as well. I, I miss the games. I mean, it's a feeling that I love the games. I trained really hard because I know that was the only way to play. Uh, I never really enjoyed training, but I know if you want to play games, that's that's the only solution. So I miss that. I miss that those feelings. And to be honest with you, winning or losing, it's just feelings that the same emotions that you can't you can't find anywhere else. The atmosphere in the game when the fans are behind you, when you lose and you feel like I can't wait to be on the pitch again and trying to correct that next weekend. All those type of things, you know, is is I miss that. I miss that, and I was looking for it quite a, for a little while when I stopped football, and now I realize I, I would never get anything near it. Mm. So I do a bit. I do a lot of sports still. I do a lot of CrossFit and uh, and things like that, and I do some competition, and I I get as close as I can from this buzz, but. It's not the same, so I, yeah, I'm missing that. Your mate's still going strong, isn't he? Phil Jagielka signed a new contract at Stoke City. Still going strong in the championship. Yeah, I'm surprised. You know, Grumpy Jags, I didn't, didn't <laughs> expect that from him. I didn't expect that from him. No, it's, it's fantastic. I'm, I speak to, with him from time to time on Instagram, and uh, I told him not so long ago that was, that was fantastic what he's doing. I mean, I, I stopped at 38, and I know the, the sacrifice and, and the things you have to do to be able to still compete. And uh, for me... Uh, when I stopped, it, it was just because the balance was not was not right anymore. I still played, I think, something like 15 or 20 games on my last season, which in the Premier League, which at 38, you should be happy with. But as, I mean, I love the game so much that I so like training that hard just for 15 games. I'm, I'm, I'm missing something. So that's the reason why I stopped. So yeah, fair play to Jags. You know, he's, uh, he still have the qualities. He's still bringing the experience. He's doing the right things. He's taking care of himself. So it's nice to see. Seven years since your last appearance for Everton against Tottenham at Goodison Park. Seamus Coleman was in the team that day. Have you enjoyed yeah. watching Seamus develop even further and flourish into a into a genuine Everton leader? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's another one of the lads that I that I chat with from time to time and. And uh, send him a message at the end of the season and throughout the season, to be fair, just to tell him not to give up and to make sure he keep that Everton mentality because he's he's one of the he's one of the last one, you know, from my uh, from my generation. So it's nice to see him turning into the captain that I knew he will be. But at the same time, when I look at him, he's still my little Seamus. You know, it's weird <laughs> to to look at him now and he is in the position where I was with few years more, but where I was when I was at Everton. And I, I don't know, it's, I'm not used to that. I'm used to, to Seamus, you know, the young kids who's there and 
and, and listen, but he always had the right attitude. So I'm not, I'm not surprised with what he's doing, you know, and uh, yeah, it's, it's very enjoyable. Let's speak about last season, Sylvan, specifically the last few weeks of last season. Don't want to go through that again, do we? Uh, I'm not even sure I want to speak about it, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I think the only stuff I'm going to remember is uh, is uh, the celebration after this last game. Uh, well, the game they got they got uh, sure to uh, to remain in the Premier League. I mean, as much as it was stressful, I was really jealous about this celebration because I've never seen Goodison like that, and I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I did in my time. Uh, so yeah, a bit of jealousy and uh, a bit of feeling of like let's let's move on and let's forget about it because it was stressful uh i'm i'm obviously still have a lot of uh lot of feeling and affections and, and love for everton and, and to watch even if it's not that many players that i know now but to watch Seamus or some of the stuff in a in a in a bike like like you guys and the physios that i still know and and thinking about going through a season like that it's it's horrible so um you want to forget, you want to learn from it, you want to move on, you want to forget and, and start fresh. But I think it's a lot to learn from for everyone. The fans were absolutely incredible, Sylvain, weren't they? Yeah, and I've, I hope they're going to they're gonna realise the power that they've got and in positively and negatively as well. When things go wrong and you've got the pressure of the fans, but the wrong type of pressure of the fans, it's a tough one and some players will fit from it and elevate their games. But some players will react negatively and start hiding as well. And and I'm I'm pretty sure that now they realize that if they all push behind and they all been fantastic as they've done, they can change a lot. It's a tough moment because that was when Everton was at the bottom. But if Everton is at the top and they push that same way, I hope they realize what Everton could achieve as well because it's it's an amazing strength. It's fun. It was fantastic to see. There's been a bit of a managerial merry-go-round at Everton since you left the football club, Sylvan, mm-hmm. but Frank Lampard seems the right fit, doesn't he? Hopefully, and I hope that he'll have time. You know, um, when I joined Everton, it was, uh, I joined because the club was stable. I think that was the, mo- the most important thing for me was lads who've been there for like six, seven, eight years. Uh, the manager who've been in for a long time. It was a club that was stable. It was no big change. They were just trying to improve by little touch of season after season. Uh, some of the, as I say, staff in a, in a physio room or, or in a press room or I've been there for so many years as well. And that's what attracted me. That was that family feeling um, and that desire to fight for each other. And, and when you feel like this is lacking, you don't recognize the club. And I, I know that every club evolves and a lot of things happened in, in seven years. We got, we got a lot of uh, money and investment coming. And, but I think Everton, without that... Everton passion will not be, will never be the same club. Some clubs need it, and I think Everton is one of them. Mm. They need that. They need that fighting spirit. They need that working hard. They need it for the fans, for the players, for everyone. And possibly in those last seven years, the club have lost a little bit of that, uh, which which I can understand. Football evolved, and and there is less tackle, there is less, all this hard work now is a bit more passing the ball, starting from the back, which is beautiful. But I think Everton have a special identity that they should never lose. Just want to speak about one of the issues last season for me was, was, was lack of consistency 
at the heart of the defence. Nobody's fault, suspensions, sometimes a lack of form, injuries as well. How important is it when you're a central defender to have a to have a mate alongside you, a settled defensive partner so that you can build a relationship? I think you can you can see it. You know, we, we heard about that lack of consistency, not in the team selection, but possibly in the results when I was there and we were fighting to qualify for the Champions League. Uh, and I think now people realize what really mean lack of consistency because we've seen it this season, you know, it's uh, it's part of that team spirit. If you want to build that, you need to be able to trust the people you play with. You need to know the people you play with, anticipate some of their movements. And I, I remember I always said with, with, uh, with David Moyes and, and, and all the lads, if the manager for one game said, I cannot make it today and you have no manager, I can guarantee you we'll play the exact same way. We'll know what to do because we are so drilled and mm. we are so used to each other. So I will always anticipate what Benzi will do or Jags will do or, or any of the, my teammates because I knew them so well. And that comes from all the time spent on the training ground. I'm not going to lie. We never spend hours together outside of the, the training ground. But once in the training ground, this atmosphere in the dressing room was just fantastic. And... And as well, I think we are mad enough if something went wrong to just speak about it without arguing, but to be mad enough to say, listen, today, mate, you're not at it. You, you better wake up. And, and we knew that the players will have the right reaction. And as well, any players who come and join will have to fit to that mentality. Otherwise, they will put themselves on the side automatically. So that was, that was fantastic. That was a really good feeling. You know, it's, that was my best years of football. It, it felt so simple and, and so easy and so enjoyable every single day of training. But at the same time, we were working so hard. You mentioned Leighton Baines there. Terrific to see Leighton Baines very much involved at the football club, a coaching role now. It would have been a, it would have been a shame if Baines's enthusiasm and sheer knowledge of the game would have gone to waste, wouldn't it? Yeah, as well as his haircut. I've seen a picture of him recently. Uh, what the heck is going on there? <laughs> what the hey? Again, not surprised. Knowing Benji, not surprised. Now it's uh they I think for during my time at Everton, then it was some players, I would say four or five players who really represented the club and the feeling of the club. And I feel like when you lose them as a player, try to keep them in some capacity in the staff is the best thing the club can do to to keep this identity. Um Obviously, a lot of change, a lot of manager, the, the board, a lot of changes, seven years. But if you can keep some of that, I think that will help the club. Are we going to see you at Goodison Park next season, Sylvan? Yeah, I came a few times, but when I came, not this season, uh, but when I came, when I come, I try to be quiet. You know, I love to come and watch the game. And to be fair, at the same time, I was coming to see the lads more than watching the game. And, uh, and it's only shameless left now, so it's it feels weird. Sometimes, you know, I watch the club and I, I don't recognise my Everton. So it feels a bit uh, a bit stretched, but I still have a lot of love, and there's a lot of you guys in uh, in uh, in uh, in the staff still there, you know. So yeah, I'll definitely come back. So when you watch us on the television, do you enjoy watching your old mate Leon Osman? Uh, <laughs> who, who enjoy Leon? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's uh, I did a couple of interviews with him. He's, he's still the same. He's a clown, so it's 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 always a pleasure, you know, team. Team Award as well. I'm often chatting with him. Philly, Louis, uh, Seamus. is about five or six guys that I often, often chat with. And uh, I think it's always going to be like that. You know, it's always going to remain in a friendly term. And, 
And to be honest with you, I, I can't wait for the new stadium and uh, have an invite to get all that team back together and mm. and, uh, and and try to have them all around and, and kick the ball together. That'll be great. So I hope the, the club will remember us when they'll open the stadium. We certainly will. Just finally, it's terrific, all those ex-players that you mentioned there. Everybody that leaves Everton retains an affection, retains a warmth for mm. the football club, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, it's hard, it's hard to explain. And I remember like some of the fans or the media were saying, once Everton touch you, you'll never be the same. And I'm like, yeah, I've been in England for 10 years. Yeah, okay. I, I enjoyed every club I've been with, but somehow Everton has something special and it's, it's hard to explain. It's really difficult for me. I think everybody's a little bit different. For me, it was that that dressing room, you know, really feel like it's a group of men playing together and trying to give the best. And really a lot of honesty honesty and hard work I think for me that's what's represented the club at the time and and that suited me because that's some of my uh, some of my values so yeah I enjoyed it and yeah no it's, it's definitely a special special time and seven years down the line I'm seen chatting with most of the lads and, and I'm happy to see uh, to see any of them tomorrow so yeah great so Van congratulations once again on the terrific charity bike ride wonderful efforts we look forward to seeing you at Goodison and we'll we'll certainly get you back up for Bramley Moor Dock as well when that opens I can't wait for that day Thank you.